0: everybody welcome to two funny astronauts at least we certainly hope. welcome
1: to our show uh uh, i'm mike massimino and uh i'm here with my with my good friend what's your name again garrett Garrett Reisman? yeah and uh yeah so two funny astronauts this is our very first show garrett how do you feel about it i'm nervous i'm terrified (laughs) i don't i don't perform well under
0: stress (laughs) i'm sweating over
1: astronauts uh so that's okay it would be a problem in our previous profession but now that's okay but uh, yeah this is our this is our show as garrett said two funny astronauts and we want to be really clear we are not claiming to be funny we are not claiming to be funny people at all (laughs) we are saying we are funny astronauts so hold us against that standard Cause for it's astronauts, we are hilarious, but for regular people, <laughs> you know, maybe not so much, but we were very funny. We used to crack each other up, uh, as astronauts and we were responsible for cracking up the entire astronaut office. It was just the two of us. And we would crack up each other. It was a lot of responsibility, but now, you know, how
0: like in every, in every movie they hire, they have a guy that's like just there for comic relief. That's why they hired us. Right. Cause they needed somebody. <laughs> uh around just so it it didn't get too boring right that's that was the whole point i think that's that's how we got someone
1: needed someone needed to be funny and uh we were the funny astronauts and now we we are funny former astronauts and so we we don't have our astronauts colleagues to entertain any longer as much so we're trying to entertain the general public we'll see how this goes but this is our first try at this and i'm just really thrilled because Aaron and I speak a couple times on the phone, and uh, you know, I think the way this came up was just our conversations. People would overhear us and say, "You guys should have a podcast." You know, if my sister or whoever was listening, you know, somebody that would hear us talking on the phone—that's pretty funny stuff. So we'll see how it goes if we can uh, keep going with that uh, that sort of theme here in this podcast. Mass, so uh, thanks for listening.
0: Hey, uh, how, how do you think it's going so far?
1: so far i think uh probably not very good but uh who's to know <laughs> you and i are having fun that's the main thing so we'll see we'll see what happens all right so that's right. it. So, that's, so this is our first show uh and, our first show. so uh, got, mass, what um yep. tell
0: me what did what did you do uh you know when you were at nasa what was yeah, what it was, was a good,
1: good place to start uh i was uh, an astronaut <laughs> for 18 years i was selected as an astronaut in 1996 and i was on two missions both of my missions were to the Hubble Space Telescope. I was a spacewalker, basically a repair person for the for the telescope. And Garrett, what did you do at NASA?
0: Sorry, I was just you, you said <laughs> Hubble. It got me a little pissed off. Yeah, you have to understand what? that uh, the Hubble. You know, you guys get all that extra money. You had all that special treatment. You guys are no no offense, mess, but you guys are kind of prima donnas. Over no, there, no no
1: offense taken. I I that's the way we like it. We like the, the special attention. And when you mean by money, it wasn't in our pocket, just to be clear. We all got paid the same government rate. The money we had it was is. in stuff like equipment and uh, PR tools and stuff like that that we had. Yeah. Uh, we wasn't, But we were very well. It was space like the way we was supposed to be. Yes, we were treated right. very well, better than everybody else. And that's what we expected. And I think it was appropriate. Wait, wait, wait. Is it, is it true? Tell me. Is it true?
0: I heard. And I think this, that you guys, when you would come out of your practice runs for spacewalking training, mm-hmm. that you would have like a professional masseuse give you a massage. Is that true?
1: That's not true, but that should have been the case. I wish I would have <laughs> thought of that. They would have gotten. Was they it, would have done anything it maybe, for us because was it maybe, we I were, heard, we were dealing was... with uh, so just the reason that for all that was is the Hubble Space Telescope was a very expensive piece of equipment, uh, billions of dollars, and uh, oh, NASA oh, was and, very and, proud yeah, and of it. The space and we had to keep it working. Cheap. the space
0: station is cheap right that was like basically free (laughs) you know how much that thing cost
1: they were i'm sure you know (laughs) space station uh was is very valuable and uh but i'm I'm gonna i I wasn't gonna go here but i am now because it's too late it's in my head my friend uh, (laughs) drew foistel was asked what is the difference cut that name maybe we don't want his name out there but an astronaut who had been on hubble was going to go spacewalk on space station it wasn't me that was asked his questions. I never got to space, spacewalk on space station. And he was asked, what's the difference between spacewalking on Hubble and spacewalking on space station? And he said, well, with Hubble, I felt like I was doing brain surgery. On space station, I feel like I'm being trained to do landscaping. Now, he said that what? once, and he never said that again because his crewmates wanted to murder him. So that was the last time that line was ever used <laughs> until now. Landscaping.
0: Landscaping. Uh, I'm, I'm, glad really true, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad you're not going to mention. I'm I'm glad you're not going to mention Drew Feustel's name. Yeah. See, that's really good that you took that <laughs> the out. The guy that, said <laughs> that not, my good friend. Let's drag him into this.
1: Who's the assistant chief of the office? We are going to have to cut that, Jason. We can't no, get we're him in trouble. No, we that in.
0: Right, so, so, um It's in. So, yeah. I, I also I had a couple ex Hubble guys, uh, or at least one. I, I did a spacewalk with Mike Good, and he was a uh, Hubble guy, and we used to tease him mercilessly about that all the time. We're like, Yeah. Hey, you know, because we were going up to the space station. We had this, we were on Atlantis, this uh, STS-132. And we would be like, hey, Mike, you know, when are we doing our IMAX movie? You know, know, how come you got one on the Hubble? How come we don't have one? You know, so it was kind of a thing. He used to come to SpaceX. So, by the way, I'm supposed to tell a little bit. So I did two missions, both to the space station. Uh, Mike over here did two missions up to the Hubble. And uh, and then I went off to work for SpaceX, and I was there for seven years working with Elon Musk. I was at NASA for thirteen years, but when I was at SpaceX, my good was still working for NASA, and he would come to work with us. And we used to have this barista station with froyo, and and basically we we put all the sugar and caffeine into the employees that we could. Right, we just juice them up, and then they would buzz around and get the work done.
1: And uh, and they had a menu, and it was like, was that better than putting it in the rocket ship? Go.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and, and right. Uh, and then the menu at the barista had like all these different things, and it was all alliteration, right? So it was like lunar lemonade, you know, um, I, I, I don't, can't remember all the different ones, but there was Hubble hot chocolate. <laughs> and I was like, no, we're not doing any Hubble. And, and, and so I, I, I made her change it right before Mike came in because he was all excited. Like, oh, Garrett, they got Hubble hot chocolate here in the, in the lobby. <laughs> I'm like, no, they don't get it. And I said, it's, it's Hypergall hot chocolate. You change that. And I used my management uh, clout as an executive at SpaceX to change the name of the hot chocolate and get rid of that Hubble. Like, uh, no Hubble. So
1: anyway. So, no, you started complaining about Hubble. Sounds like you're a bit jealous. That's what it sounds to me. You're know, no. like, hey, why do yeah. why don't we get a movie why don't we get this there's a bit of, you know, a little bit of jealousy no. there so yeah i can understand no, it no, we though well. i'm totally fine with it <laughs> and Mike so, good right, who you're so, referring to i got the spacewalk with uh yeah. bueno is his nickname because we're very creative with nicknames at nasa last name good so yeah you got the spacewalk with him and you also wasn't linehan on one of your uh missions linehan yeah. Yeah. On your first mission, he, I did yeah. my first spacewalk with, with Rick, yeah. There you go. So he was another Hubble guy. He was on my first flight, so I got to fly with both of them. I think it's a spacewalk with Rick, but I did get the spacewalk with uh with Bueno. So surrounded anyways, by this. good stuff. So anyway, that's where we um, ended up. That's the stuff we did at NASA. We we flew in space a couple of times, did spacewalks. And the space station was really I wish I would have had a chance to go there, but that didn't work. But I got to go to Hubble, which was great too. But uh so what why, why don't we, you know, we talk about space travels and, and things we got to do in space, but what about, uh, how did this start? You know, we usually don't talk about that. I'm taking this opportunity because as astronauts, we talk about it like spaceships and what we're doing here and there. But how did this actually start for you, Garrett? How did you first get interested as a as a little kid, I assume, or somewhere along the line that you wanted to try to be an astronaut?
0: I was, you know, I, I was very interested. I was always fascinated by anything that had to do with rockets or, or traveling in space. I used to watch a movie. I had a Super 8 movie projector I used to watch. That's how old I am. And I used to watch the films of uh, Apollo 11. I used to watch those high- mission highlights over and over, see Neil and Buzz walking around on the moon. And I was fascinated by it. And I read every book in my elementary school library that had anything to do with airplanes or rockets. But uh, But then... Uh, I I never thought like, if you asked me what I was going to be, I don't know about UMass, but if you asked me what I was going to be when I grow up, even when I was in high school, I never would have said astronaut, you know, even though I was fascinated by that stuff because I didn't think I could actually do it, I I didn't think it was actually possible. And, And part of the reason was when I was watching those Apollo missions, all those guys I was seeing up there walking on the moon, they were all test pilots, okay? And I have a mom uh who we'll talk about throughout this podcast I'm sure I, but I, she, she's... I know your
1: I know your mom very well I was as an aside I was Garrett's family escort and his sure. mom needed her own escort which ended up being me I everyone else had to fend for themselves <laughs> but I was family escort for for Garrett's crew on one of his missions and I got to know and love Mrs. Reisman very much I please tell her I, I said hi she's terrific uh,
0: I think you just did she cuz yeah, she's okay, going to be Hello. if there's one person you going to watch
1: this thing it's 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 her i think
0: you know we got one guaranteed right. listener for this yeah. podcast and it's my mom so she she'll hear it don't worry but one thing uh, amongst the many things about her one thing is she's scared of flying and i don't mean like <laughs> flying on the space shuttle or flying like a, an x-15 i mean like she's scared of flying on united okay and 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 yeah. so the idea that i was going to grow up and be a test pilot that just was not going to happen yeah. um, i do remember toying with that idea like when i was in in college on Parents' Weekend, we're in this restaurant in Philadelphia, and it's Parents' Weekend. So this there's, there's like a family-style Moroccan restaurant. It's it's full, a whole giant room full of families with their kids, you know. And uh and 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 my I tell my mom, like, hey, I'm thinking about joining the Air National Guard to become a fighter pilot in my like as a hobby. And <laughs> she's like, and she freaked out, right? She's she totally freaks out. She lost, she lost it, and she starts yelling at me, and then she starts like. Like, so listening the other parents in the room, like, would you let your child do this? No, of course not. Dude. <laughs> it's yeah. like, and it's like so embarrassing. I'm turning red. I knew some of the other students in the room. It was, it was terrible. So I so so I would have told you in high school that I was going to be like a doctor or an engineer. I was always interested in the STEM stuff, you know, the, the science, physics and, and math. Uh, but I never would have said astronaut until near the end of my time as an undergrad. I got a hold of some of the bios of some of the people that NASA had just selected and found that they weren't all test pilots. There were uh, there were some scientists in there, engineers, medical doctors. I remember seeing Leroy Chow. Leroy Chow was one of the guys, and Ellen Ochoa were were in that in that Aaron Space Magazine article. And I'm like, yeah, they're not test pilots. So I started thinking, hey, you know, maybe this is possible. And that's that's when I got serious about it. But it wasn't until my like final year as an undergrad.
1: You know, it was good How about you?
0: Did you did you always want to do it?
1: Yeah, I, I, well, I, I I did as from a little kid. But just to follow up, at least going those ways, you could trick your mom. She wouldn't know. <laughs> she wouldn't know that. You know, like, no, I'm not flying at all, mom. I'm going going straight to the spaceship. But she didn't have to know about that. And just so people get an yeah, idea until, of until, what until your, like, your 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 mom is like. At your I was your landing. I think it was your second it, flight on your landing. And we were waiting by the I was with her and all the other families. There was one maybe one other astronaut there as an escort and all these families. And it was the tower. You know, the tower where the control tower for the oh, space no. for the shuttle landing facility is within view. You know, it's a, a couple hundred yards down the down the runway. And we're out and some viewing stand and and your mom's your mom's not very tall, if I remember, right, Garrett? She's kind of a <laughs> oh, no. she's kind of little. Yeah. How tall She's like five foot tall or something? She's not she's she's kind of little she's, she's she four something i think she was having trouble seeing and she's like mike i can't see anything oh i'm sorry you know i could you know i don't know what to say you know she goes can we go up there and she points to the tower. i, go, I don't know that's the control tower and i go why not Ms. Reesman? let's give it a try <laughs> so there, there's a space shuttle coming into land you know it's not like you know a regular airport I mean, you probably never get into a regular airport tower but you know we had clearance because there's a lot of people that guarding the place and I was able to get through because you know I'm an astronaut and I kind of ring the bell I was like hey I got Mrs. Reisman here can we come up and they go sure so we ended up going up we took the they didn't let us in the you know in the control room but, uh, but we got Good. to sit on the little balcony on the outside there and your mom and I watched you land and it was pretty cool I actually was I felt kind of bad about it because I always wanted to do something like that and I used your mom as an excuse you know like you know like Matt's get out of here Well, I've got Mrs. Reisman and her son is coming back to earth so, but that was your mom, uh, we heard, and maybe that's where we watched your landing. So, no one was going to say yeah. no to Ms. in that thing. So, I yeah. think she would be very he, tough to convince to let you go become a fighter pilot.
0: Yeah, it was. It was tough. It was tough. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but eventually, um, eventually, eventually ended up going off the graduate school. Yeah. And, uh, and then eventually actually I called down for an interview. But before I talk about that, what, yeah. what was your experience? Like when you were a kid, did you, when you, were you one of these kids? Like say, I'm going to, I'm going to be an astronaut when I grow up. Or?
1: Yeah. I'm a, well, I'm a little older than you. I was uh, born in 62. You were born in like 68, right? You're, is that mm-hmm. when what year you were born then? And so I was six years old when they going on seven, when they landed on the moon. And that's what got me interested seeing those guys on. So I was like, Neil Armstrong was my hero uh and then i found out I used about the test pilot thing and, and as i got to be about eight i was like i could never become an astronaut i was afraid of heights i was afraid of just about everything you know i grew up in a you know in my neighborhood was a little tough and i was kind of running scared most of the time and uh, i didn't like heights i still don't like heights which is a yes it is a problem at times but I, I didn't like going fast, even. You know, astronauts had to go fast and test pilots. I, I, even on my bike, I was always slow. I was like, let's go a little slower, guys. What's the rush? Even, riding, <laughs> even driving a golf cart nowadays. The, no one wants to go golfing with me Like, to, if I drive the cart. It only lasts like one or two holes. Like, let me drive this thing. We're never going to finish. It's not so much I'm a slow golfer. I'm a slow driver. It takes a long time to get around a place. So, I, I, you know, these things just made me realize I'm never going to, you know, this isn't for me. But similar to you, when I when I was in college, actually is when the shuttle started flying, and I started to find out the astronauts weren't just test pilots. And I thought, oh, maybe this is something that that I could do. So, but what I did is I did go. <laughs> I didn't do anything until I got out of college about it. And when I got out of college, I remember asking my, you know, telling my mom uh, that I was still interested in the space. spaceport I went to see the movie The Right Stuff, and I, which is about the original astronauts. And I read the book, and I remember with like your mom. My mom was a little bit different, I guess. She was you know, very nervous, too. Uh, the Italian version of your mom, maybe. But and she was from Brooklyn. And, but, but I remember, uh, I remember telling her, you know, when I was in my 20s, you know, now out of college, uh, you know, I was interested in maybe doing something in a space program. And so my mom used to go through the newspaper, like heavy. when We, we used to get the Newsday newspaper in the house. And my mom would not, there was no internet back then. So everything came out of that newspaper. My mom would attack it. She wouldn't read it. She would attack that newspaper. She'd (laughs) cut up all of the the coupons. She would find out what's going on. Was there anything interesting happening? What was going on here? And and she would just attack that thing and cut it up and send out, give stuff to the neighbors and our relatives. She would attack a newspaper. We also used to get the Long Island Catholic in the house. And she would use that to do like movie ratings to see what we were allowed to watch. That thing they didn't let us watch any. Every movie was bad. Even like Bambi, you weren't allowed to watch with the law. So I never got to go anywhere or do anything because of that that newspaper. But the newspaper, well, Bambi, she, she would go through this thing. So she came up with this idea. She says, Mike, after I told her this about a week later. She said, you know, there's going to be a, a space fest at the local aviation museum. So the local aviation museum, it was called the Cradle of Aviation <laughs> Museum. And she goes, maybe you can go there and meet people who are interested in the space program, make some new friends. And I was like, okay. I was like 23 <laughs> when this was happening. I've been out of school for about a year. So I, and no one wanted to go at me. Like my friends were like, are you out of your mind? We're not going to the Space Fest. So I drive over there by myself and I go to the Space Fest and they have like all these different tables set up. So one one of the tables is the Civil Air Patrol. And I go up to the Civil Air Patrol table, thinking I can learn, something. this looks interesting, maybe related to flying or something. And there's a kid back there, isn't there, I can't remember his last name, but his first name was Mario, I'll never forget this kid. And he's dressed sure. up like he's an Air Force pilot. So I go, this is the kid to talk to. So I saw him what do you do? And he Ma- says, oh, we Mario fly airplanes Runco? to help people. What's that? Was it Mario Runco? No, what's Mario Runco. Mario <laughs> Runco, by the way, folks, He's also he's from the Bronx, but he was an astronaut. But I don't know if, I don't know how Mario was I not think, this that Mario's much older. Mass,
0: mass, mass, save it, because uh, Mario Runco, I think that could be podcast episode number five. We'll do a it whole could episode be, on him. could be podcast
1: episode number five and six. Have, any, have you seen Mario <laughs> lately? He's, 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 so Mario's quite a character. But yeah. Mario Runco is actually an inspiration for me because he's from the what? Bronx. He was a cop for a while. He was a New Jersey state trooper for a while. Then he he joined the Navy and that sent him on his path to becoming an astronaut, but very funny guy. But, uh, but this kid, this kid named Mario, I remember talking to him and, uh, and I was asking him questions and, and he's saying how he's learning to fly an airplane and, He wanted to be an astronaut one day. I go, Really? What are you going to do? And he said, I'm going to learn how to fly now. I'm going to fly with the Civil Air Patrol. Then I'm going to go to the Air Force Academy. I'm going to learn how to fly jets. I'm going to become a test pilot. Then I'm going to become an astronaut. I'm like, Wow, this kid has got. I'm like, How old are you? And the kid's like, I'm 14. Like, here I am taking advice from this 14 year old kid. I go, I'm already too late. I didn't know how to do any of these things. I don't know how to fly a plane. I'm trying to. I already went to college. I can't go to the Air Force Academy. I'm sunk. And then I turned my head and there was another group of people. And, and they were, like, more my age. In fact, like, my age or a little bit older. They were, like, in their 20s and 30s. So, all right, maybe I'll see what they have to offer. This kid, this, this kid's on his way. I, you know, I don't stand a chance. So I'm looking for maybe a plan B. And I go up to these other people, and, and it, the, the name of the club was, like, the Space Club or the Spacefarers, something like that. We want to go to space or something. So I said, what do you, what do you guys do? And the guy, you know, the guy's there behind the thing. goes, oh, we're, we're a group. We want to all go to space. I go, that's the group for me. You know, I want to I join. How do I join this group? I want to go to space. So they say, all right, <laughs> fill this thing out. And I go, do you have meetings or anything? They go, yeah, come to our meeting. And they're having a meeting at somebody's house. So I convinced my girlfriend. No one again wanted to go with me. I was a little nervous. So I convinced my girlfriend to go to this thing. And we go, we go to this meeting. And what it was, the reason that they wanted to go to space wasn't for, like, science or exploration. They wanted to get away from Earth. And it wasn't like they wanted. They wanted to get out. They just wanted to leave. And like going to Europe wasn't good enough. It wasn't like they wanted to travel. They wanted to leave the planet. They didn't like it. They needed somewhere else to go. And it was like a cult. These people wanted to leave. And they, it was they were, all they did during this meeting was talk about they wanted how they were going to leave. And I'm like, how are you going to get there? Don't you need a spaceship? And like. Oh, someone's going to develop a spaceship and we're going to we're going to volunteer. And I go, really? I go, where are you going to go? And they go, oh, someone will build a space colony and they're going to need someone to go. We're going to be the ones. And like, I don't really know if this is a well-cooked plan. And they kept eating dumplings. I remember mean, it was like a Chinese dumpling festival going on. And I'm like you guys, better, if you want to get off the ground, you better stop eating. All they were doing was eating and talking about <laughs> someone's going to have to, this is not going to. And I remember leaving that that meeting and the door closing you know, behind us and I look at my girlfriend I go what are you thinking she says I think you've lost your mind is what she said so that was <laughs> that wasn't going to work so I figured the only way you're Let's really going go to go space it, it
0: almost kind of sounds like like you got sucked into like an amway meeting or something like these that's guys what it are going to have it was, you. It was some it was like a wacky kind of
1: i don't know what it was it was just it was just a bunch of crazy people so i i, I realized that the wait, wait, only wait, wait, way wait. to do to it is to go get more education and apply to nasa and see if you can make that work cuz these other these other schemes weren't going to work for me. That's what it was like, you know, just not knowing what to do, and my mom finding this article to try to help me. That was my first step.
0: I think, I think going off to Columbia and, and becoming an engineer was probably and then MIT was probably a better plan than like hanging out with the cult, uh, eating the dumplings. But what that, about that, that kid Mario? Was a, was I want to know. If-
1: you know, as as hard as that was going to be to you know to go through grad school and apply and all that to try to become an astronaut, that was that was I thought the the, the better way to go. So. For you, uh, you, you went- Wait, 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 to, wait, wait, I, I want to ahead. know one thing. Yeah.
0: What happened to that Mario kid that had it all wired? The kid that had it all figured out? I don't know, man. You
1: know, I don't know, and that's, that's it, another thing it? that's interesting, Garrett, is that I would when I was trying to become an astronaut, or even years past then, you know, doing stuff, like being an intern at NASA, I would come across people that were telling me, you know, they were going to become astronauts. i go, really? How are you going to manage <laughs> that? And they would tell me their plan, and I'd be like, wow. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I don't, none of those people panned out. I think, you know, there's something to it that, you know, there's, there's uh, I think certain, certain part of it was you need to be a team player. And I'm sure Mario, a little kid Mario was, I, I don't know what, what happened to him, but he seemed thinking, like a nice kid, I'm, but a lot of people, you know, you're thinking yeah, they're going to just sign up for it and you're not, it's a very competitive yeah, thing. And, and anyone gets picked up.
0: I'm worried this is Mario kid you know, might be really pissed at you. Then he might be like, uh, like, well, how come that guy had no idea what he was doing and they picked him and not me? I'm thinking that he, he might have your, your picture on like a dartboard in his basement. You ever worry about I, this? You, know, you ever stay up at night worrying about this?
1: No, I'm not. I don't. And I think the reason is because when I met Mario, I am pretty sure that as impressed I, I was with him, he was in the uh, other polar opposite, unimpressed with me. I'm sure he just put me in, you know, the list of people that were there. He was, he put me in the gram, in the, you know, I'm, I'm like some grandma, something like, I just was a faded memory in that guy's mind. I don't, I don't think he, (laughs) I don't think he would remember at all.
0: Wow. I I remember when I, when I started um, getting a little more serious about it, Mm -hmm. that, you know, you could find out uh, a certain time and, and when given your location, when the shuttle was going to like fly over your head, right? So you can look this up on the web or whatever and, And you could find out like in Philadelphia at like five o'clock in the morning, the shuttle was going to be making a pass and you could see it. And I had never done this, but I wanted to try. And I had this girlfriend at the time that was that was trying to be really supportive of of my I told her like, hey, maybe it's possible I could become an astronaut. I'm I'm starting to think seriously about this. Uh, And she was trying to really support my dream. Right. And uh, so. I'm like, I, I was going to pull an all-nighter working on the student project. And I was like, I'm still going to be up at 5 a.m. I'm going to go up to the top of the high-rise dorms. And I'll, you know, hopefully see it flying over Philadelphia at 5 o'clock in the morning. And she's like, well, I got to go to work. But I can get up early and be there and 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 see it with you. I think that would be fun. It'd be great. And I was like, oh, that's really, really nice. But you don't have to do that. I mean, you got to be at work at at 8. You know, why get up so early? You know, you're going to be tired all day. You don't have to. And she's like, no, no, I really want to. I want to be there with you. I, I want to see it. And I was like, okay, okay. So, so she shows up at five o'clock in the morning, and we're up there, and we're looking out the window, and we're looking, and we're, and there it was—the shuttle. I saw it. I'm like, there it is, there it is. You see it? That bright light right there, and, and it's going over, and it's going over, and I'm watching. And I'm I'm dumbfounded because I never saw this before. I didn't even know you could see this thing, and I thought that was so cool. And I'm watching it go, and I'm watching it go, and then you know, it only lasts a couple minutes, and then it's gone. Right? And so, and so. I was like, wow, that was great. And I got my arm around her and she's going, yeah, it's really awesome. And she's still staring straight ahead. I look at her and, and, and I realized at that moment, she was staring at a star the whole time. She never <laughs> saw the shadow, right? She was just staring at some star. She just missed, she missed the whole thing. And she's gonna, you know, after getting up early and everything. And so I, I, I didn't want to tell her, you know, how do you, I, I figured oh. it'd break her heart. No, you don't tell it. So I, I, I just, I, so I stood there with her and I'm like, yeah, it's really beautiful, isn't it? And she's like, yeah, it's so cool. And and, and we stared at this star for like 10
1: minutes, you know, and I'm like,
0: uh, you think that's enough? And she's like, yeah, yeah, that's enough. I'm like, okay, let's go. And, and so just... to this day, I, I still, she still doesn't know. and maybe I guess she, she might now, but uh, she doesn't know that she was staring at a star the whole time. Oops.
1: Uh, well, at least it was a star. You know, it could have been like, you know, the uh, uh, the light on the Seven Eleven or something like that. Oh, look at that. Yeah. At least she was looking at a star. She's kind yeah. of in the general area. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. It wasn't that far off, I guess. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's pretty good.